0: our Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
1: your team every day.
0: This episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the Spotify Greenroom app and find one of our Locked On rooms. It is Friday, August 13th, 2021. Ooh, Friday the 13th. That's never good, but happy Friday anyway. Congratulations on making it to the weekend. As a reward, there's a pretty good weekend series starting tonight between the Seattle Mariners and the visiting Toronto Blue Jays some playoff implications in this one. This is Locked on Mariners, your home for daily Seattle Mariners news and analysis. My name is Ty Dan Gonzalez, joined as always by Colby Patnode. We'll get you covered on the upcoming Blue Jays series later on in the show. Before that, we're going to dive into Marco Gonzalez's dominant start against the Rangers yesterday. We'll also talk a little bit about a valuable element to Ty France's game that deserves some more attention than it's getting right now. But before we jump into today's topics, be sure to follow or subscribe to the show wherever you prefer. Listening to us, we'd greatly appreciate it. Colby, Marco was dominant against the Rangers yesterday. The Mariners went 3-1. to one. J.P. Crawford had a home run. Jake Fraley had a home run. But the story here, of course, is Marco complete game. Just gave up the one run on a solo shot. Charlie Culberson with that one. Only two hits in total, nine strikeouts, just one walk, 17 swings and misses. Obviously, it's the Rangers who, despite the Mariners having lost, what, six games against them this year, are still really bad. But was this the best we've seen Marco all year?
1: Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, <clears throat> he threw 108 pitches. He got 17 uh, whiffs. Uh, Marco mm-hmm. doesn't get 17 whiffs ever. Um, mm-hmm. Part of that is the yeah. The Rangers lineup yesterday was was putrid. You know, you, you take out Nick Solak and Willie Calhoun and uh, Joey mm-hmm. Gallo. Like it, it's those are three pretty big bats right there. And then you know Garcia's fallen off a little bit here, uh, as he was always you know likely to do. Uh, Nathaniel Lowe's just kind of average so you kind of look at it and you go well you know there's like two interesting bats and Culberson's really good against lefties so you kind of avoid those three guys uh you know even even Mariner Killer Jonah Heim wasn't in the lineup until you know the the last uh, at-bat so he was
0: he was the last at-bat he was the final strikeout yes it was very nice to see Mm -hmm. of course you put up
1: like a like a nine pitch at bat because Jonah Heim just sure. t- will refuse to act like Jonah Heim when he's playing the Mariners. So <laughs> yeah, Marco, it was really good. You know, it was kind of weird. It was mostly sinker for him. He threw 59% mm-hmm. sinkers and then he mixed in the changeup and in the cutter. And, and that was pretty much it. He threw five, uh, four seamers and only four curveballs, but it was just mostly just throwing the sinker up there, challenging these guys to hit and they couldn't hit a sinker. It, it was, it was kind of weird. Um, it's again, a lot of that is how bad the Rangers are They're They're really bad right now, especially after Mm -hmm. the trade deadline. So yeah, it it was, it was a good start. I, I think we've seen Marco with better. Like the start he made earlier this year against the Dodgers, I would argue might be better because of just the quality of opponent, but this is, this is about as good as it go as it gets. And, you know, even if it's not a good team, they are, Major league hitters who are, you know, looking completely helpless against Marco Gonzalez. So he threw a ton of strikes. You, uh, you know, he he struck out a ton of guys, tied his career high in strikeouts. Mm-hmm. It was a really good outing for Marco.
0: Uh, since the All Star break, Marco has thrown thirty two and a third innings pitched, six nine six K per nine, two two three walks per nine, one six seven ERA, three five eight FIP. He's been really solid since the All Star break. That's huge for this rotation in general because Marco was kind of a black hole for a while there, and um, now he he's giving he looks like Marco he looks like Marco again over the last five or so starts. Uh, it's been more encouraging than than yeah. whatever the the start of the season was for him. It, it was that was really rough. It just it really didn't feel like you were going to be competitive at all in any of those games um, for a while there. So. Nice development here, and the rotation is starting to figure it out. Seems like all five guys right now are are giving you pretty competitive starts for the most part.
1: Yeah, you know, even when, like, Kikuchi struggles a little bit, he's finding a way to get through it without, you know, blowing Mm -hmm. up, and and, uh, same with Gilbert. Uh, Again, you know, you still have to keep an eye on Gilbert, the, the, you know, heavy fastball use. It'll work against the Rangers, because as we discussed, they're not good, Uh, but You know, when you play the Blue Jays, uh, you know, you need the slider. So uh, we'll see uh, how that all goes. But, uh, you know, you look at Marco's day and uh, Mm -hmm. only uh, four batted balls had an expected batting average over 300. Mm. Uh, So and one of them was the home run. The other one was the base hit. So, um, yeah, it was it was a pretty good day. Uh, Let's see, four. Four hard hit balls on him all day. Uh, Marco was was really good, and and you know to see the uh, the intensity after he gets the final strike, and and uh, that's that's you know the bulldog that we've all come to expect from Marco Gonzalez, and you know really after that, I mean aside from that really bad outing against Texas uh, in early July, Marco's been really good since April, so. Uh, it's, Mm. it's, he seems to at least be back to 2019 levels and that's always what you would expect from Marco Gonzalez.
0: Yeah. Very encouraging. Hey, what grade are you giving JP Crawford's bat flip yesterday?
1: Um, it wasn't like super subtle as you guys may not know this, but I am, I am team bat drop over bat flip. Uh, most of the time. Um, Mm -hmm. it just looks so smooth when you just drop the bat Griffey style and then Cano style. Um, but yeah, it, it was pretty good. A lot of rotations. I'll give it to like a sixty-five, seventy. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, there. I, I just kind of like the, like, more like just like the watching the home run and then just like drop, like literally just dropping the bat. That just looks more, you know, like cooler to me, I guess. <laughs> but, right. But yeah, like the the helicopter spin and talking smack to your dugout. Like, yeah, I'll give that a sixty-five, seventy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I I like that a lot. Um also really like the uniform combination. I don't get why they only wear the navy jerseys at home late in the season. It's also kind of weird to start wearing dark jerseys in a day game.
1: <laughs> that was in the uh, middle of August. That was Marco's uh pick.
0: Yeah. Why don't they why don't the if if the pitchers are allowed to pick in Seattle, then why haven't they picked these earlier in the season?
1: Seems weird. Yeah, I I can. I'm willing to bet that Marco's going to pick them the next home start that he makes. So (laughs) so you'll probably see them there. Um, I don't know if I was a pitcher and I got to pick. I would pick those uh, Seattle Steelhead uniforms every single time. (laughs) I am forcing these into the rotation, whether you guys like it or not. So um, but yeah, it uh, it looked clean. It looked really clean. All right. So coming up.
0: The Mariners lost Evan White for the year, but do they have a gold glove for spacemen playing for them now? But first, you may have seen today's sponsor, Built Bar, in the news yesterday. That's right, the company that's paying the scholarships of 36 student-athletes at BYU. Pretty awesome, right? Not only is Built Bar giving back, but they're providing folks with a healthy, nutritious, and delicious alternative for snacking. Built Bar has a plethora of delicious flavors ranging from coconut to cookies and cream, mint brownie, and so much more. Overwhelmed by the amount of good options? Then try one of their mixed boxes, which gives you two bars per nine flavors. Each bar includes 17 to 18 grams of protein with calories ranging the low numbers of 130 to 180. They only have four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs. And all the flavors are amazing, tasty, and most importantly, healthy. Go to built.com and use promo code locked 15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Big, big series coming up for the Mariners this weekend against the Blue Jays. Colby and I will be getting you set for this one later on in the show. But right now, Colby, is Perry Hill a wizard?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, the nice thing is is that if you ever want to make a meme of it, going from you're a wizard Harry to you're a wizard Perry is a pretty easy <laughs> transition. So um, there you go. He, he sure seems to be. Uh, you know, you just look at how much better J.P. Crawford got when he came here. You look at how much better or how, you know, Abraham Toro has handled second base in just two weeks mm. uh, since mm-hmm. he's been here. And, and now you look at Ty France, who is statistically the best defensive first baseman in all of baseball.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Sabre defensive index hasn't been updated in a while. Um, but when you look at it from July 11th, that was their last update. The number one and number two first baseman in in, in the American league rather, um, in terms of defensive value, Jake Bowers and Ty France. Do the Mariners have the three best defensive first basemen in the American League in their organization right now? <laughs>
1: uh, I would probably put Matt Olson ahead of Bowers, <laughs> um, but I mean, statistically speaking, yes, of course they do. <laughs> and you know, it's it's kind of funny because you look at Bowers and White, and those are just like two really good athletes. They run well, mm-hmm. even, and they just they don't look like your typical first baseman. Ty France kind of does. I mean. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit on the the shorter side uh, relative to other first basemen, but he's kind of stocky. Like he's not he's not fat, but he's not like you know rail thin like Evan White and and Jake Bowers. So he kind of looks more like a first baseman, and yet it's it's just as effective. So, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny that they have three great defensive first basemen, and two of them are like uber athletic, and one of them is just a dude. But but they're all great. So. Um yeah, I mean I, I think part of that has to be, you know, giving credit to Perry Hill.
0: Yeah, and France making quite a few plays uh in this past mm-hmm. uh, Rangers series. Um he just continues to get better and better at that position. And now you start to think about see your first baseman of the future? Are you at that point now where you're considering that or are you still on the Evan White train?
1: I I'm still a believer in Evan White, but I mean, he's not entering 2022, you know, in the big leagues, let alone as a starting Mm -hmm. first baseman. So he's going to go to Tacoma for a couple months, I would imagine, at least. And that's good. Uh, He probably needed that, anyways. Um, You know, it's so you might not see Evan White until August. You know, we'll see how the, the surgery, the recovery from the surgery goes. And then he does need to make some serious changes. I still think White needs to kind of go back to what he was when he first came up, which was line drive, gap to gap uh type of type of hitter who would you know have 20 home runs instead of thirty home run power uh and yeah. honestly that's kind of what you' loft on the swing yeah et cetera it's kind of what you're seeing from ty france right i mm-hmm. mean ty france is he's only slugging only um four sixty eight and that's that's gone up uh in uh, oh i'm sorry uh four twenty nine um and do people really care no because he's hitting two eighty you know, so, uh, yeah, I, I feel like you can still be a valuable first baseman by just hitting a bunch of doubles and playing really good defense like Ty France is doing right now. So I, I, I think for me, you know, I'm not giving up on Evan White, but he is not the starting first baseman in 2022. He's going to have to earn that. Um, and going into the offseason, we talk about offseason plans or anything like that. Yeah, Ty France is written in to the first base slot with Penn um, mm-hmm. because he's earned it. Indeed. And, you know, with
0: this pitching stuff, the way that these, you know, the the style of these pitchers, uh, having a really good defensive end field behind them is mm-hmm. incredibly important. Um, you know, what do you think that's just done for this team in
1: general? Well, in particular for a guy like J.P. Crawford, um, you know, one of the last remaining issues with Craw- Crawford defensively is that his throws can be a bit erratic. Right, mm-hmm. um, he he'll sail one every once in a while. He'll he'll bounce one way up the line. Uh, but what having a guy like Evan White and now Ty France allows him to do is he doesn't have to be as fine. He can he can focus on getting rid of the ball instead of focusing on making sure he has like the perfect footwork and he puts the ball right on the guy. Because if he makes a little mistake, it's going to get cleaned up. And you know he he can bounce the ball over there, uh, which we've seen him do a few times. And he knows that the first baseman is going to to help him out. So it's a confidence thing. You don't have to be as fine. And when you're not trying to be perfect, you're just trying to be good. Um, it's, it takes a lot of weight off and, and it leads to better results. And, you know, it's, it's a little different with France because he doesn't have quite the range that white does naturally. Um, Mm -hmm. but he's still pretty solid, but, uh, basically, you know, Evan white is the human eraser for infield mistakes. And, and Ty France is, is right there behind him. So, Um, yeah, it just, it, it takes a lot of the pressure off of these infielders Their throws are a little bit off. It's okay. Uh, you know, I got a guy down there who will take care of it for me. So, and it, you know, I I don't think it changes anything for pitchers because if you're a ground ball pitcher, you're probably going to be a ground ball pitcher, no matter who's playing, you know, in the infield, that's just what your repertoire sets up for. Um, but for those infielders, I think just the confidence level of saying, I got a guy who's going to, you know, he's going to bail me out if, if I need him to. Uh, it, it frees you up to you know, take these chances and make some really exciting plays.
0: So I teased it in the last segment, but is Ty France a gold Glover this year?
1: I mean, probably not. I, I'm sure they're probably going to give it to Matt Olson because he's had an incredible year at the plate. And I, I know mm-hmm. those two things don't sound like they should be connected, but they are. I mean, <laughs> it. Uh, the fact that Evan White won a gold glove last year, despite his offensive struggles, is only attributable because the award was literally given out based on statistics, like defensive statistics. There, there yeah, was no voting. on the
0: Sabre defensive index.
1: Yeah, there was no voting uh, on those awards last year. They were just given based on that. So, um, Still, when people vote on that award, they still tend to think of who's the best player at the position, who plays good enough defense and that's usually that's how Derek Jeter has a gold glove right so mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah it, it's I, I don't think so I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll give it to Matt Olson but Ty Francis right up there um, so we'll see by the way side note also way up there in defensive ranks for the Mariners along with JP Crawford Chris Flexen. Mm-hmm. yep so, so we, we're going to have a, a, a gold glove pitcher a gold glove first baseman and a gold glove shortstop book it
0: and hey you know only a couple of years ago the mariners had a gold glove pitcher mike leak who also yes. won it technically for the diamondbacks as well <laughs> yeah, that's, i, that's I remember when they put out the uh, when rollins put out the tweet for that and it mm-hmm. said seattle mariners slash arizona diamondbacks but i think it went to it's the, the american league yes yeah
1: <laughs> so technically technically the Mariners have had a gold glove winner each of the last two years. And last year they had two. All right. So uh,
0: in a moment, we're going to be previewing the upcoming weekend series with the blue Jays. But first let's talk about bet online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code LOCKEDON. Bet BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We all know we should be eating more fish to get our Omega-3s and protein, but the seafood counter can be intimidating. Which fish tastes the best? What type of cut? Can you really be sure about the quality? Wild Alaskan Company takes the guesswork out of buying wild-caught seafood. Wild Alaskan Company delivers high-quality, sustainably sourced wild-caught seafood right to your door. Choose from salmon, whitefish, or a combination, and every month there are different specials to explore. Each shipment contains premium wild-caught, individually-wrapped portions of delicious seafood that's ready to prepare and easy to cook. Wild Alaskan Company seafood is how nature intended it to be. Always wild, never farmed or modified, and it contains no antibiotics. You can adjust, pause, or cancel your membership anytime, and they offer 100% satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Get your nutrition from nature with Wild Alaskan Company, and right now you can get $15 off your first box of premium seafood when you visit wildalaskancompany.com MLB. That's wildalaskancompany.com MLB for $15 off your first box com slash MLB. Make sure to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Blue Jays and Mariners kick off a three-game set at T-Mobile Park tonight. Big series for both of these teams in terms of playoff implications. Not an entirely great start to the road trip for Toronto after a storybook return to Canada. They went 2-2 and against the Angels down in Anaheim. The Mariners Coming off a series win against the Rangers and heading into this series, they get a fairly decent pull in terms of the pitching matchups. They won't face Jose Barrios or Alec Manoa. However, they will face Robbie Ray tonight, encounter with Chris Flexen, who's, of course, been brilliant at T Mobile Park. Saturday, a really awesome pitching matchup between Haijin Rue and Yusei Kikuchi. And then Sunday, Stephen Matz against Logan Gilbert. That's pretty interesting. Colby, what are you looking forward to in the series and uh, what are you hoping to see?
1: Well, I'm looking really looking forward to the game on Saturday because I will be at that game. Um, nice. And, you know, pl- it's a it's a good matchup. It's, it's Ryu versus uh, Kikuchi. I think hey, these good match- good
0: things. Good things happen when you and I go to uh, Blue Jay Mariners games, by the way. So, I mean, let's I, uh, let's hope to keep that streak alive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, mostly you. Um, yeah, I, I did meet the 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 best Blue Jay fan ever uh at my at one of the games i went to uh i I don't think we have time for that story maybe later but um yeah it's yeah i think they this was the exact pitching matchup in in buffalo right didn't ryu go up against kikuchi as well um i believe so yes and i I remember the mariners had a fantastic game plan against ryu um they were able to get him out of the game early uh and you know it's it's funny you look back the, the mariners won that series I mean, they, they want it, yeah. you know, pretty convincingly too. So it, it's, it's, it's going to be a fun series. Obviously we'll see how crowded T-Mobile is with the Canadian border issue just now getting resolved. It sounds like there's a lot of tickets left, so I don't think it'll be sold out with Blue Jays fans, but there will be a heavy, you know, contingent of them. That is, that is for certain. Um, especially now that they're rolling and they have Springer and Simeon and, and, you know, Vladdy and, and they made it, made a couple of big trades. So, uh, yeah, so it's going to be loud. It's going to be a playoff atmosphere. It'd be nice if it was loud with Mariner fans, but hey, you know you're not you're not there yet. And maybe next year, maybe the year after. But uh, yeah, I would expect a, a pretty well fought series. I, I think Seattle's pitching is is going to be able to keep them in this. It's it's really going to come down to what version of the Mariners offense do we do do we get? And if it's the version we've seen the last two weeks, you're probably getting swept if we're being honest. So. Mm-hmm. You yep. need to be better offensively. Uh, you know, Ray and Ryu have been, uh, I mean, Ray's been really good. Ryu's been pretty solid and, and Matt's is, you know, certainly capable of, of putting a good start out there. It'll be interesting to see what they do with three lefties in a row. Does Dylan Moore start all three games? Do they try to get Jake Fraley in there? Do they try to get Tom Murphy in there? Who's been the guy for against lefties so far? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what do they do with Luis Torrens? So, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting that they stack three lefties against them. Uh, but I, I feel like these games are going to be close. It's just a matter of what what offense do the Mariners bring. Um, and if it's, again, if it's the offense we've seen the last three weeks or two weeks or so, they're probably going to get swept. And that would be, I mean, devastating to the already slim playoff odds. So they, they got to figure something out here. Yeah, I, this entire—I don't think you're beating the Blue Jays three to two twice. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no,
0: no, for sure. Yeah, this entirely falls on the offense. Um, you have to be able to keep pace with with the Blue Jays because they're going to explode at any moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you just look at the homestand that they had; they had multiple games where they had you know five plus run innings, big comebacks, all all of that. This offense is—I mean, this is one of the best offenses in baseball uh, yeah. right now. Um, and they're just going to keep coming at you, coming at you, and even with the pitching that you have set up, you're going to have to score more than four runs in all of these games. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I don't I, even best case scenario for the pitching. I still think you're seeing your starters give up two to three runs, yeah, and then you know it's going to fall on your bullpen at that point. Mm-hmm. So, thank, uh,
1: thank thankfully though you 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 do have two righties, two of your you're both of your righties going in this series. Mm-hmm. Blue Jays a very right-handed heavy lineup. Um, yep. It's it's unfortunate that you probably won't have Paul Seawald. I mean, it's not unfortunate. Paul Seawald is on well, the paternity list, so yeah. he's. It's fortunate that he's having his his child. Bad timing that the Mariners are losing the death. Well, to he
0: also he also has to come back by Sunday,
1: so you uh, might have him on the... by Sunday.
0: Yeah,
1: oh, Marco was able to be away for like a, a whole week
0: whatever it said one to three days when they made the announcement all right well yesterday
1: hopefully hopefully you have him on sunday i mean i i don't really care if he he misses the entire series because you know he should miss as much time as he he wants Mm. um so yeah it's it's for a good reason so i don't want to say it's unfortunate that you know paul seawald's (laughs) wife is, is giving birth that's not unfortunate um or i should say partner i don't know what their marital situation is um but it is just bad timing that you know you have you know death to right-handed hitters in your bullpen, mm-hmm. and he's probably not going to be available all series against this particular yeah. team. So something to watch. But hey, you know Seattle's got two righty starters going. I, I feel really confident that Seattle's pitching is going to be pretty solid this series. I just don't know how their offense is going to do.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's the biggest question mark here, and um, you know. Uh, I understand the anxiety that it may cause going into this, uh, going into this series just with, I mean, the fact that they were I mean, they really struggled to generate much offense against the Rangers over the last three days. And that is a bad pitching staff. And the the Jays uh, pitching staff has gotten better. The bullpen has gotten better. They, they made some additions to it. Uh, The rotation has certainly gotten better. You're not going to see the, the additions that they brought in since you last saw them, which is, Manoa getting called up or I think he was called up by the time that you faced him last time but didn't face him Uh, and then obviously Barrios was the big trade acquisition Uh, but still this team is just stacked right now Um, and they're hot on the trail of the Red Sox but if you can you know maybe get a couple of these games um, you can pick up a game on Toronto and uh, in the standings only be one behind them and um, you know keep them out of the uh you know keep them away from uh, from the Red Sox um which is always it's always fun to you know play spoiler a little bit in the process so yeah should be pretty interesting series uh but that's gonna do it for today's show appreciate you tuning in and welcoming Colby and I to the show for our first ever week hosting Locked On Mariners it was a ton of fun and we'll be back on Monday to recap this Blue Jay series and look ahead at what's to come. Feel free to keep this Seattle sports vibes going, however, by checking out Locked On Kraken for your latest updates on the NHL's 32nd franchise. For Colby Patnode, I'm Ty Dan Gonzalez, and this has been Locked On Mariners. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E G-N-Z-L-Z and Colby at CPAT11 that's C-P-A-T-1-1 Have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we'll see you on Monday. Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.